Hey, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. Today we are in the the book of Acts. We have now completed, if you've been watching with us, we've walked through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. We've we've finished the entire genre that is called the, the Gospels in the New Testament. And now we're getting into the book of Acts, which is a historical account of the early church after Jesus' death and resurrection and then ascension. In, in fact, um, it begins with this, um, this kind of uh, intro where Luke is writing to Theophilus and he's saying this is an orderly account. And so that's what we have here is an orderly account of, of the, the early church and what the Spirit of God is doing in the early church. And so this is going to be really fun. We've got we've got 28 chapters that will be through it and uh, it'll, it'll take us a little while, but I'm really excited to, to be in this. And I want to pick up, I want to start off Acts chapter 1, if you want to turn with me, and we are going to pick up uh, in verse 6. And there's going to be a a few points here that we're going to consider as we think through um, our ancient way for the modern day. And so here here we go, verse 6. It says, So when they had come together, Jesus' disciples, they asked him, Lord, Will you at this time restore the kingdom of heaven to or the kingdom to Israel? Here's what they're asking. They're saying, you know, Jesus, you 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 died and you resurrected. You are the Messiah. You are the Christ. We're, we're so thankful to have you, to know you. And now, is it time? Is is it time? Is it time to kick these Romans out? Is it time to start to establish this earthly kingdom of Israel and restoring restoring the, the people of God? And Well, there is more to the plan than, than the disciples realize. Here's what Jesus says. He says, he said to them, it is not for you to know the times or seasons that the father has fixed by his own authority. Now, it is for Jesus to know. I, I, he knows at this point. He, he, I mean, he's eternally God. He, he knows. But here's what he says. He says, but you will receive power. Instead of working about the, the, the restoration of the kingdom of Israel, he says, you will receive power. When? When the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. I'll go back there just for a second. And this is Jesus saying that the Holy Spirit is going to come in a, in a, in a particular and a unique way other than what this previously been experienced. What's previously been experienced is the, the partial filling of the Spirit for specific tasks through the Old Testament. But now we're talking about an indwelling of the Spirit that's going to bring power. And the purpose of the power, the purpose of the power of the Spirit is to be a witness for Jesus and his death and resurrection. That's why, that's the purpose of the, the, the spirit in us is to be a witness. And where, where will they be a witness? Jerusalem, which is their, their locality right there. Judea, which is a broader geographical region of people that are Israel Israelites. They're, they're Jewish people. They're, they're like uh, the disciples. It says, and Samaria, this is geographically near them, but it's kind of a bit of a different culture. These are... Um, partially Jewish people. They're, they're culturally somewhat removed. And then he says to the ends of the earth. This is just going to the ends of the earth, geographically distant, culturally distant. It says this, this witnessing of me, witnessing of the gospel, it's going to go to the ends of the earth. It says, and when he said these things, and when he had said these things, 
as they were looking on, he was lifted up and a cloud took him out of their sight. Jesus, he, he visibly, physically ascends to heaven. And while they were gazing into heaven, as he went, behold, two men stood by them in white robes and said, Men of Galilee, why do you look into heaven? This Jesus, who was taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. Now, this is what, what these, these angelic beings, they, they tell these men. They say, Jesus is coming back. He says, here's the point. Here's the ancient way for the modern day. The disciple now, what we do is we recognize that when we have the spirit, we, we, the moment we hear the gospel and we believe the gospel, we are sealed with the spirit. You and I, if you have trusted in Jesus, the spirit of God dwells in you right now. And the, the purpose of that spirit, we, we saw in John, it helps guide us in truth, but big picture, it's so that we can have that truth so that we can be a witness to the world about the death and resurrection of Jesus. This is the purpose of the spirit in our lives. In, in our locality, I'm here in Longview, Cowlitz County, in a little bit greater area, maybe the, the entire United States, in or Judea and maybe Samaria, those within that are geographically near but are um, culturally different. I think about here in Longview, the, the Vietnamese presence that exists, the, the Spanish-speaking presence that exists, the Chinese-speaking uh, people that, that are here in our area. They, these are folks that we are to witness to, even though they don't look like us, right? They're near us. And ultimately to the ends of the earth. That's part of why we go on missions. It's part of why uh, a while ago we had a, a, a missionary from Southeast Asia come and share with our church. And his point was why we go on missions. And this gospel is meant to go all across the globe. This is the point of the Spirit. And, and we do this all the while waiting for when Christ returns. For when Christ comes and brings his people to himself. This is the great hope. And so the ancient way for our modern day today, Acts chapter one, it's twofold. First of all, we recognize we have the spirit for the purpose of being a witness. Who are you to be a witness to? Who is God placed in your life? Who are you surrounded with who does not know Jesus? Listen, God has placed you in your workplace, in your family, in your neighborhood, in your school. Those people that surround you who have yet to trust in Jesus, guess what you are? You are a witness. You're a witness. You're a witness in the mission opportunities that exist in your church. In the Summer Valley, we're going to go to Nicaragua. We're, we're going to the, the border of Texas. We're going to have a, a, a giant VBS program where there's going to be tons of people who don't know Jesus coming to our church regularly for a week. These are the people that we go to be a witness to. And all the while we do that with this secure hope that Jesus is coming again and that we are going to spend eternity with him. So, so in light of eternity, in light of the eternal reality that's waiting for us, let's today, let's walk in the ancient way for our modern day. Let's be a witness for Jesus.